the natural ones. A bunch of good guys doing bad for glory. And snacks. You know where the old Kroger was down there? I made some building behind it. <laughs> I, I said it was the Pegasus. I just don't know what this red ball's for. <laughs> they they did an interview with me. It says, <laughs> I gotta wear it. I don't get that. I tell you, it changed my ass those pants they made me. Like. <laughs> I mean, it's obscenely long. It's not gonna fit on my wrist. <laughs> it just flops. <laughs> and then they gave this lube. They said, "Test on your skin to make sure it's not allergic reaction." Why do I need this? <laughs> It'll all be clear later. You'll be fine. Don't cry, make good money. Wait, it's volunteer. Game Brewer, <laughs> Game Brewer LLC. Very nice. Not a sponsor, but we always are accepting. Yeah. Does that mean we're recording? Oh, shit. Yes. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The opinions enough. expressed wow. in this podcast have no relation to, <laughs> to your employment. Anything. <laughs> my, to anything. My potential, my, to my potential employment. I know we usually avoid yeah. the yeah. art yeah. section, or at least on a weekly. I haven't done it. Uh, our our, our kid's godparents, their son, who's Mallory's age, wrote a fantasy book. Oh, I go to that booth. Yeah. I'm sure, I'll, I'll let you know what it is. But uh, Mallory already bought it. It's available on Amazon right now. It's kind of she sign exciting. It? Uh, well, I'm sure yeah. she's there. So what day are you going, Chris? It's a Saturday. I can just just Saturday. Yeah, you go to. So all I'm there is I'm I'm. There's only gonna be two of us at this booth, and she just wants me there when she has to do meetings with distributors and and game companies and. Cool. Like you can, and she goes, you just tell noodles. me your, yeah, she goes, you just tell me your availability and then I'll plan all of my meetings there. I'm like, okay. oh shit. So I'll help set up and help tear down and man it whenever I want. All right. I would like to go. Moonshot was looking for call, but I don't know if the still are. Check it out. I bet there's price. I'll take it to oh, Rise to dust. The scion of hope. And also, I was like, while we're plugging, so oh, good. I don't want to leave India. <laughs> we all set. Everybody on live. This year is we good? rough. Are we good? You know, are we good? Come on now. Uh, wait, I can't talk see to any waveforms here. So. I know. I don't like this Zoom thing. <laughs> okay. Wait, what are we doing? So we're, we're starting to play. play. Game. Oh. We're playing. We're we're playing. Well, I, I was out of the room for 15 minutes and I knew that. Yeah, really? Oh, damn. Said, yeah, we already played during those 15 on, minutes, but then the time passed. So yeah. We're and then we, then we came back. something else. Talk about putting dicks <laughs> in your bag. We figured we were talking about your poop. We were talking about radioactive Radioactive poop. Radioactive shit. We'll be on that right now. Oh, it's just toxic come back next week. Yeah, like, so it's like crazy poo running around inside gonna, the pipes. Now he's gonna be holding on. Yeah. Back later tonight, trying to dig a hole to get more of it out. I need more of that. So train spotting. He's in there. He's distilling. I've got some joint pain going on. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Hankies, this Mr. Oh, we've already sang that. Honestly, now we're back in the studio. And then we were gonna jump into Alex's sex box. We love you. Ham key. I said ham key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Mr. Hamkey. Yeah, sure. Mr. Hanky. Hamkey. Oh, oh, I've never heard jokes like that about Wait, what are you doing tonight? It's the shitting. So you want to get sued? Oh, oh, <laughs> All right. Oh, it's McDowell's. I think. We <laughs> <laughs> got the golden arches. We got the golden arches. <laughs> Well played. I think Jeff wants to start. <laughs> what? Oh, Just hanging on. Start what? Guys. I'm still going to start what? Uh, hey, Jeff. By, by a thread. <laughs> wow. By a thread. All right. Hey, welcome back, folks. It's been a break. And uh, you do a big recap because I don't yeah. listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
Brian's character just died. Don't be able to understand the last three minutes. So that's that's, right. that's, that is just like what a cat does when they're just looking at right. you. Don't you do it. Don't be a dick. What? Don't be a dick. What are you going to do? Visual visual jokes. I'm going to love you because you're a cat. Yeah. All right. So, wait, what are we playing? It's been a minute since we played. Yeah, it's weird. It's been a year since we've been all together. You guys have, uh, you've had a hell of a two days. Um, Last time you... shit came out of the black hole, right? Yeah. Well, wait, you did manage to fight your way to shit. What's happening? Okay. Shit. Oh, you shit. weren't there for the last session. Well, I listened to it. I was like, okay. well, I well, something. Well, you got one on is. me. You guys fought we your have, our ship? We have a listener. <laughs> is it our ship? <laughs> <laughs> hey Brian, we're really glad you're back. <laughs> you broke your DM and he said like four words. I have one question. These guys are all doing their Chaffee's over there crying on the inside already. He's like, time for another break. Uh, <laughs> let me mute my phone. That, that oh break wasn't long enough. All right. So you guys so did boss, you were to... here last time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I have taught you well enough, everyone. It's great timing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alex, start Alex. crying on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, now, so, yeah. now we all need to pull out little bags of chips and start eating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is already the greatest. I mean, podcast goals to be 25 minutes. We're literally an hour shit. in right now. <laughs> yeah, we have been here for 15 Holy minutes. No, some of us got here at 7.30, uh, which yeah. is what the text said. No, no, some of us got here at 7.25 while I'm still cleaning the bathroom. Right. Well, it was nice to do that again. I was just saying, some of us appreciate you cleaning the bathroom. I provided five minutes of socializing with clean. your family. And so I was ready at 11.30 because I knew I'd get sucked in. Except the radioactive poop is down there going, damn, that was fun. Nice your, bathroom, <laughs> your bathroom currently looks like the secret door in, in Desperado. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to go to bed tonight. They're just going to hear. <laughs> Where did we get these heated seats? <laughs> is a heated seat a good thing or a bad thing? That means someone was sitting there before you. But if it's cold, that it depends on how it was seated. Heated. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the science. special yeah, something we've talked about today's okay. oh hey when we left last art the last ship our, came out of the I hole when we last left, that's a hamonism right there yeah. go ahead are you sure mm-hmm. okay. what do you need See, to you say you know, sure yeah you know you know it's gonna happen yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not i'm serious i won't i won't get I need a recap of the entire last season. You guys had a hell of a two days. Um, you fought your way through Alftrag to the shaft and narrowly avoided. I know. That is every time I uh, on the podcast. We went down on that shaft. I know. I was yeah. like, oh, God. This we is worked our way down the shaft. I'm listening to this. I'm a cupping the Has anybody actually read any of the fun titles that I've given you? Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah, right. title. It's the only reason I'm subscribed. <laughs> we worked our way down the shaft. <laughs> Because, you know, the shaft keeps coming up. <laughs> I made it seven more different <laughs> You know, the minute you said that, you're like, oh, crap, it's, this is not going to go well. 
So you did the thing and went to the thing. Yeah. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. Um, you did narrowly avoid a Balrog looking thing and next were deep water. Yep. Um, there was there were there were questions as to whether or not you were going to fight deep water. I heard. Um, but Brian wasn't there, so we didn't. We didn't want to kill him while the you know your backstory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the good news oh, is Oh sorry, we you killed your backstory. So You're done. Here. You so there. you can die now. It's a happy death. <laughs> or whatever you are. <laughs> you guys fell a long ass way to the bottom uh, where you found wreckage from it was both kind of things that had fallen from the city above and when the chamber had fired it was just wreckage from that. So it was just a massive mess. Uh, lots of bodies, lots of uh, just disgusting nastiness down there. Um, you discovered two tunnels, one that led to just like a wretched village that had been cleared of people. You, you kind of figured out through um, through some investigation that basically the people who lived there were the ones who had built the platforms. Um, and then they were subsequently killed when the chamber fired. They were basically sacrificed to bring over the army of Abaxis. Um the other one led to parts unknown, although you know it leads toward Calabasque and the army that is marching over here. Mm. Um, you also saw, Croker saw actually, uh, Lucius flew down hunting for someone or something, uh, presumably me, but you're not sure. Um, when kind of above in the center of the chamber, a mass teleport spell went off and the mad bovine kind of slipped down through it. Uh, that prompted Lucius to just fly off. He decided he had bigger fish to fry. Um, and the bovine was there. Uh, it had been <coughs> basically completely reconstructed, although hastily reconstructed. Uh, the hull was made of dragon turtle shell, or at least the outer hull was. Uh, the, the masthead was the turtle's skull. And the sails, which were what tipped Brideax off, were actually the red dragon scale. Um, you guys came to realize in short order that this was the remnants of Grumsh's fury had been used to kind of reinforce the mad bovine. That they had killed, basically, these people had killed Grumsh's fury, uh, the dragon turtle, and probably got the admiral who was aboard it. So that was a, a big, a big win. Um, the fleet was by no means destroyed. The black fleet was by no means destroyed, but it had had its head cut off, basically. Um, you knew many of the crew who of the mad bovine who kind of floated down on their little, their little airship tenders. They floated down to you. You knew many of them, uh, including Dobermeal, uh, Duster Crack, Luce Galadriel, who is the character that Maurice played that one time, uh, Violet Trope, who is the mercenary that nearly killed um, both Altham and Roltor. Roltor. Uh, you saw a Reaper Monk there, uh, and there were a few others, including Jace, who was a former bodyguard of uh, Nostris. Uh, you're not sure what he has to do with it. Um, they basically, they brought you onto the ship. Brightax got a chance to look around a little bit, um, and you were invited to dinner in the captain's quarters, or the admiral's quarters, rather. You went in, you were kind of seated, a little scarred up. Uh, Halfling walked in to introduce the Grand Admiral, Evan Swiftwind, and gave her a big, long, gave the Admiral a big, long introduction, and in walks Alski, uh, Brightax's love interest from <coughs> before he met you guys. And that is literally where we left off. So you guys are at a table. There's, um, I don't know, roughly probably 15 or 16 of you uh, within. So it's, it's 
it's a little, I mean, it's, it's a Minotaur ship, so it's kind of the scale is larger than most ships just by by way of it being built by Minotaur. Um, but it's still by no means a, a spacious room at this point with all of you in there. Um, Swiftwind walks in, kind of takes a long look around the room, uh, locking eyes with just about everybody except Bright Axe. Um, and then has a seat. Her little halfling buddy tells you you all may be seated. At which point, I believe, as I sit, I do it so ungracefully due to the shock of the scenario that the chair kicks back, possibly even collapses a bit, okay. as I am just completely stunned. Fair enough. Um, and you notice she is she's making a very pointed. She's she's not looking. She's very much not looking at you on purpose. Um, do I notice? Roll an insight check for me. For me? Yeah. Do we all notice kind of his? Because you've never met her. Or do no, we notice no, his? No. Okay. Nope. So we, no, you you know his reaction. Like he obviously has a reaction to who walked in the room, and he has probably well he has spoken to all of you, just bits and pieces of Alski, um, especially in some of the the dreams that she's shown up in and things like that well um, and i think i've i've had further conversation with me right. as well but you still wouldn't necessarily recognize her but he's clearly familiar with who walked in the room it's probably a, a short road to get there okay i'm gonna set up next and be like yeah hey, uh, what, what the hell just happened man look at you see the ghost uh, that's 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 all ski you know, we talked about her. That, that that's that's her. Somehow she got to be in. I don't. I don't know what happened. But somehow she, she ended up in charge. In charge? I mean, I know she was high ranking, but that wasn't that her dad who was in charge. Yeah, she was. You know, Margrath was our our clan leader, and so something must have happened to him for her to take over. Oh, shit, dude! Look, look down below. Cover that up. Cover that up. She was angry and alone when you left. And this is her. She kind of steps in, and now she's looking at you. Angry at my father. Angry at you for leaving. <clears throat> angry at the rules of our culture that prevented me from going after you. I, uh, um, I was trying to... I was trying to do something for our people. You guys can hear a pin drop at this table. There's her people have all shut up. You guys are all staring at him intently. You've never actually seen Bright X like this because he's off kilter a bit. A lot. <laughs> More than um, I, I, I was, I, I was coming back. Well. I came to you. It's 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 good to see you, Alski. She just lets that kind of hang in the air for a few seconds. And then one of her guys, Jace, breaks in and just says, Well, I think we have other things to talk about. And he kind of claps his hands and, and dinner begins to be served. And people start to have this kind of low conversation. 
there's still a tension between the two of them. You're like halfway down the table from her. She sits at the head of the table and you're kind of halfway down. Dobermiel is directly across from you. Um, so it's kind of the the way the table is, is kind of it's kind of weird because if you're looking at it kind of from the side, you've got a minotaur at one end, you've got two minotaur in the middle, and then all the like sizes of people kind of go to <laughs> go down from there. It's it's a, it's kind of an odd picture. My gosh, Brad, I tell her she wanted to like hurt you or take advantage of you. Neither. Maybe it's both the same. I'm, this is probably the first time I can say that I'm a little scared. Oh, shit. As the <laughs> evening wears on, um, whoa. I'm I'm very distracted. I think I'm like reaching down to Meep's plate and grabbing food off of his by accident because yeah. I'm not paying attention. At one point he grabs my arm and tries to eat uh, it. Yeah, probably <laughs> pay, realize what I'm doing when I realize you I have Meep up in the air, like <laughs> getting ready to take a bite. Hey, cut it out! <laughs> wow. Sorry, my notes all just turned off. That was weird. So as the evening kind of goes on, she begins to tell, you get bits and pieces, right? So it's it's her at one end, it's it's her first mate at the other. You don't know quite who's in charge of the ship right now. The two minutes are in the middle and, and they begin to tell stories of, you know, it's it becomes kind of a bragging thing between Dobermiel and some of the others. And they're telling stories of their conquests and and, uh, you know, Violet Trope and some of the others get, um, get drawn into it. It just becomes, you know, people are they're getting in their cups just a little bit. Nobody's quite drunk, but people are kind of having um, having some of that conversation. It's kind of like, you know, the Vino Veritas thing. Um, she lets out or it gets heard from others that um, Alski actually, she had, after Brightax left, that was a really difficult thing for her. Um, and she formed a group with other like-minded cows um, who began to plot their way to kind of change the culture and agitate against norms because she was really unhappy with her father. She was unhappy with you for leaving and, and kind of the cultural push that kind of made you feel like you had to leave. Um, and she talks about or, or stories of different small victories come up and it's more of a, Hey, do you remember that one time when we took on this? Or, Hey, do you remember that one time when we did that? And you realize she's been doing this almost since you left. She's been, she got a ship. She doesn't know into from where one became three, three became six, six became real power in the clans. And soon she's a grand admiral. Um, but it's more of a kind of just a yada, yada, yada. The rest is history. She doesn't get much into the details, but you know, there's a heifer revolt. Some things have changed back on the islands, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but as dinner goes on, it kind of begins to feel like you all are dancing around the obvious. Nobody's actually talking about the reasons you're here, which are you know, your missions. You guys are here to take on the elder brain. Um, they're here to take on and kill Nexor Deepwater. That's their mission. Did they know about what was going on up above? No, they okay. arrived. They they killed Grumptious Fury. Okay. Um, you learned last time they're basically in Feralton's employ as well. They're okay. Kind of, they're kind of yeah. a, they're exactly what you are. They're 
another almost like a, a D and D special forces group. Yeah, that's put together by this guy to do certain things. You almost guys, like cell, right? Your cell right now is trying to kill um, Calabasque and okay. stop his army. Her cell right now is trying to kill Nexor Deepwater and stop what's going on up top. Um, and you just happen to be at the same kind of nexus point at the same time. Um, I'm looking for Brian. I can be like, Brian, um, I get the vibe like they're, they're working for the same guy. We are feral. Like, <clears throat> tell me what you think about like, are they in the working for him? Or are they kind of like we are, kind of on the walking the line a little bit? You know what I'm saying? We could have allies here. You who are sitting across from your sister, yeah. Um, as you start to kind of whisper to him about this and talk under your voice, you notice she just excuses herself and gets up and walks away. Not in an angry way, just kind of a oh, I'll be right back type way. Okay. Are your sister's here too? Okay, check things yeah. out. I'll be right back. All right, great. Get up and take off. <clears throat> Put your head back together. Okay. So as you guys are continuing this dinner, you notice, um, Shota, first of all, you know both sides of this group pretty well, but you know that. Um, so you're, you kind of probably have more information than almost anybody at this table about kind of what's going on on both sides of it. Um, you also had cast suggestion on Violet Trope and told her to kill, at some point, to kill um, the Reaper monk. Um, and you're just kind of keeping an eye on her. And she is <clears throat> engaged in conversation, but not in a pleasant way. It's more like just a, I'm here, I'm being forced to do this way. Um, you are seated close to her, but she's like, I mean, she, she's almost like Boba Fett of conversationalist. She's just, it's very much just zip, 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 and that's it. There's, you're not getting much out of her. Which is normal for her, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Alski kind of takes her cup and knocks on the table, um, and then she looks at uh, she looks at me, and she says, "I understand that I understand that your friend Kronthud is leading a revolt at the Blight. This is something you had said immediately upon meeting these people. It was." Yeah, I say he's back. You got real mouthy at the beginning. You're like, "Oh my gosh!" Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Did I say that? Honestly, you you can't believe half the stuff that comes out of my mouth. I talk before I think. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Be that as it may, I feel like we should discuss the subject of feral. Well, I mean, what's there to discuss? He's like the big wig magician kind of guiding us through this whole thing. All right. I mean, unless you know more than me. Just an FYI, as you guys are sitting around me, you notice that I get a little bit of a frosty rhyme around the 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 horns in in the back of my head I I as I'm trying to get my head together one of the kind of the new things that comes through the the new level of uh, of uh, warlock that I've picked up I've I've cast intellect fortress on myself okay just sort of 
as I'm thinking about getting my head together and trying to help recollect my thoughts and all, it kind of does he make you smart? No, but it's it's provides some benefits. One other aside that I just but, remembered, and I should have said something at the very beginning when I was recapping. Um, you guys did get a uh, hero's feast last night, mm-hmm. so you each have an additional. Your your max goes up temporary nine, and because you had a red what a long rest, that means each of you should have nine extra hit points. And okay, your your temp is up for twenty four hours forever. Sweet. For 24 hours. I heard so how do you how do you do that? Under? There's a temp modifier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So thank you. You're working for him, obviously. How do you feel about that? Feel free to chime in, boys. It it's got its good and its bad days. I mean, works a loose loose term. I feel like. I mean, it's a a bit of a partnership right now, because we have similar means. Croker, you noticed the lizard folk guy who's at the end of the table, kind of near the, um, on the far end near the uh, the first mate. He his eyes almost kind of glaze over. He starts looking around at the air. It's just something you pick up because you've got ridiculous perception. So what is <laughs> Certainly, it seems to me that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Oh. Are you saying Farrell's your enemy? No, I'm saying he's that the enemy of our enemy. Yeah. Ah, that's what you're... We have we have, we have common enemies with I, this black dragon. I just got to know you would call him your friend. I didn't say that. Get the feeling there's a you show me yours and I'll show you mine type. Right. I'm all gonna right. look I, around. I suggest that we all put our cards on the table, guys. I understand both sides of this table. I know where you guys are coming from, and I know where you guys are coming okay, from. Okay, wait one second. Before this discussion keeps going on, are we all secure and safe in this room? The Lizard folk guy at the end, his name is Otho Kent, you recall. He looks down and says, we're fine. I looked over him, so he's not here right now. That's I'm going to... Okay. Okay. We're safe. Okay. So cards on the table. And again, guys, feel free to chime in, brothers over there. Well, but yeah. I. How much do you trust your own father? Huh? Sure. Uh, that note, you see a couple people start to stir and get a little nervous. Uh, it's it's an estranged relationship is probably the best way I could put it. But I'm learning to trust him a little more. And the group, I mean, we as a group have obviously we're working for him. We're going out and doing quests. So there is a level of trust there, but I've got some trauma from childhood that is just going to take some time to work through. It's that whole problem with like, we know we've got to stop what's going on right now, but what happens when there's a power vacuum? 
who's going to occupy that space? And is it going to be any better than what's about ready to walk in now? Like, yeah, let's get rid of Abaxis, right? That guy's a freakish black dragon, and we even managed to do that, which is slim pickings. What the hell are we going to be left with? Feral? He's a better replacement? Is there something else there out something there that's else? even worse? <laughs> I don't know. How about, about nobody taking over? How about letting us all go our damn way? Does somebody really have to be in charge? <clears throat> well, you call it. I mean, you just said, I mean, if if we slay the black dragon, you know, if it goes down, there's going to be a power vacuum. That's just what's going to happen. And who would you have that be? Would you have a bee feral? Who's to say it's not one of us? Who's to say? Indeed. I'd rather see more options. At this point, you see Finnegan, who's the. Um, uh, it's escaping me. What's what races caduceus? Um, Furball, furball, yeah. Furbol. You see, he's the furball reaper monk. He's getting. You would especially notice it. You've noticed it for a minute, but he's getting to be visually kind of. The conversation's going in a direction that he probably doesn't think it ought to be going. <clears throat> he kind of he starts to stir a little bit, and Alski looks at you. Or Admiral Swiftwind looks at you and goes. And she begins to say something, and then she looks over at Shota and says, do you think they're in? I think some of them are in already. I'm not sure about the rest of you. I think your Reaper monk down there is getting a little fidgety. What's up with that guy? He's making sure we're being that we're safe in this conversation. And he gets really angry and slams his fist on the table. And he starts to stand up and he's getting ready. You can tell he's preparing a spell that is going to come at you. Okay. And you're sitting basically right across from him. And all of a sudden his head just erupts into a canoe and blood and brains splatter all over you. Gosh, why does this always happen? <laughs> your, your sister is right behind him with smoke coming out of the barrel of her gun. Okay. And she goes, well, I think everybody at this table at any rate can be trusted. And the first mate gets up and whirls around and goes charging to the door and kicks the door open and just yells slaughterhouse. Closes the doors behind him and just stands there. And you guys are all like, what the fuck? And then you hear the ship just kind of erupt. Something's, something's going down. Guys who are not loyal are... Do we hear screams and cries and all there that outside? fighting clearly going on out there, yes. Is this something that, with my experience on ships, would be clear understanding what's going on? There, Yeah, there's a fucking fight going on out there. There's a calling. There's, there's, a, there's a calling. The one guy ran out, opened the door. The he first said man slaughterhouse. So, which was a key word for right. basically take down the guys that aren't with us. Right. Right. We've been playing this for a while. Yeah. Okay. Take a second and cast... Prestidigitation on, on me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just make sure it's out of his face. I don't right, care about right, the rest right. of his body. <laughs> Sweet. 
just clean him up a little well, bit. The guy that's at the door that says slaughterhouse, is he on our side or is he on he's on our side? He's on our side. Are you sure he's on our side? How do you know he's on our side and not just giving a clue to a lot of because people? Because are you saying this or are you discussing this? No, I'm discussing this. Okay. Because his sister didn't kill him already. Yeah, well, why'd you go down and ask him? Just go down and talk to him. <laughs> I'll ask him. <laughs> well, it appears. Hell of a banquet in these ships, man. I had no idea. It appears that the power has shifted. Where are we now? I think we're crewmates. <laughs> I don't know that we're crewmates, but I think we're on the same page. page. Yeah. Barrel must go. But Abaxis must go first. We hold between the 12 of us, and she looks down at the body that is now sliding slowly <laughs> off the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 11 of us. We hold the keys to the future of this land. If we can maybe not come together, but maybe not quite split apart. I'm going to go help move the body off to the side. Okay. And I'm going to pickpocket on the way out. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with him to kind of to kind of distract. That's what I would do. I'd be like, oh, that's know, awful, totally, but totally. I got Goral over me. I might as well get something from it. Okay. Um, all right. So she kind of lets you in on the conspiracy. It's, it's um, the Reavers want Feral dead. Just the Reavers, generally speaking, the way she is leading them is, okay, we, we've got two really bad things happening at the same time. Right. But she can see Feralt's one kind of manipulating events. Okay. And, and playing kind of, Feralt's playing both sides of kind of what's going on in the really big picture, and she's playing both sides of Feralt's and not Feralt. Okay. Um, so the Reavers want Feral dead. Uh, one of the bearers of the Paul want him dead as well, but she doesn't know which. And she says, your boy Krantha is either very close to a revolution that will help ensure that we possess the blight or we take the blight, or he's very close to a misstep that's going to get him. So that's the news to us. He was trying to bring back the God's order, but since we've been gone, he's kind of gotten more revolutionary, more outspoken. He stayed. Right. He, one of the last games that we played with Kronthud is he had made a connection with one of the three top bearers of the poem. Right. Either he's made a connection with the right one, or he's very much made a connection with the wrong one. Okay. And you guys don't know. She doesn't know. But things have gotten more revolutionary. But there. Things have gotten, things are going down there that are, are difficult to see. Okay. Um, but you, you get the impression she has people there too. Okay. Um. She has the lizard folk on board, which are small but well known. They're an island um, off the uh, the very northeastern coast. They're kind of the up, like if this continent was the United States, it's kind of up in like the Massachusetts area. Um, right. There's a there's a few different colonies of them up there. Um, your sister Duster Crick has the GIF on board and has been working to. They've been working to convince them to partner up with them. That's she's got all the plans, of course. Um, they have an inn with a wizard named Paranthus and want to meet with him. They What's want someone again? to meet Paranthus. So Paranthus is a wizard that they have a uh, relationship, well, not a relationship with, but they know of him and they've got a, they've secured the ability to be able to go see him. Uh, but they have not. That name sounds really familiar. 
That's the first name he said. I don't think anybody from it too. And then Alski wants to begin. She wants to begin coordinating both of your group's efforts. So she has. She okay, has so wait, just here. I'm gonna ask her like just just to make things clear. She tells us all this. Like, what's your what's your stick in the game? The adamantines and the seas around her. I just want the region. We can break up this whole fucking continent for all I care. Yeah. I want to hold my people's land sacred and to ourselves. I think breaking things up would be good. Then we're on the same page. But we don't do that unless we coordinate. There's too much going on. There's too much at stake. I can coordinate between the two groups. I have Beryl's ear. I'm the head of his navy right now. How um how far away do those ear the fingernails work? Oh, it's funny you should mention the fingernails. Um, like can we give her roll thors? She has. One. <laughs> she has one. Okay. Um, perfect. She makes it clear that both of your groups can't really trust anyone else. Crawdud may be in extreme danger, but she doesn't know for sure. She has a fingernail. Your sister has a fingernail. Mr. Crack has a fingernail. Dobermeal has a fingernail. And she assumes the Finnegan, the guy who just got his brain splattered everywhere, has one as well. And that's why they took him out first. There you go. There's a free fingernail for you. There may be. I see we get that to roll thar. I already have. I'm not roll thar, but uh, content. We don't care about content. He's not in the party anymore. <laughs> hey, uh, he left us. Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Boy Scout here? He probably has something to take out. So, okay. That's my proposal. Hopefully, you can walk into this room and trust me at least somewhat. She looks to Bright Axe again. Dude, your girlfriend's kind of hot. Seriously, the power? <laughs> I'll leave you to discuss. I know. I mean, she's 20 years. <laughs> I'm just saying, like six nipples. <laughs> wow! Wow! I got, I got four limbs and a tail, so I can take care of five of my lunch. But that's just what I'm gonna do that bitch. Wow! <laughs> Very quietly breaks the table. <laughs> <laughs> Some motorbike. So, I'll, I, Admiral. Are we still to keep to our task of stopping the army? Uh, yes, we have to. We have to stop the army. We have to kill deep water. Most of Feral's objectives are truly our own. We just have to make sure at the end of this, he's not the one who ends up on top. Yeah. It, deep water needs to die. Abaxis needs to be stopped. But we got to make sure Feral needs to die. It's kind of. We gotta hit him every once in a while too. Make sure he's wounded and what he needs. We can't let him get too overly powerful by our successes. Yeah. So things we just, find that might help him. You guys just don't know how powerful he is. I, I, I just can't stress that enough. And that's a great point. If if we just keep success after success for him, right? It's almost we almost need to <clears throat> fail every well, once in a while. Uh, we just Wonderful. make sure certain successes don't extend to his reach. 
let me jump in here. You have a lot to discuss. You probably don't want to do it in front of my entire crew. Fair enough. I have a cargo hold large enough for all of you. It's been prepped with some places for you to sleep. You're welcome to it. You're welcome to check it out first. Right, actually, you're going to be staying with us? Yes, he is. Oh, yes. <laughs> Shut down! <laughs> Damn, horn block. Right no six nipples for you tonight, buddy. You, you, are, you are shown to um, a really large cargo hold. Own your place, bitch. It is. It's got each wall has an exit, so it's it's kind of in the middle of the ship, kind of set down inside of it. Um, each wall has an exit, and the top is one of those that can open and close to take cargo. Uh, it's pretty common from your experience. Um, you are left. There's a halfling who will be outside the door about 10 feet down the hall if you need anything. And they're going to arrange for you to have some uh, have some things to last you the night brought through. She wants to discuss with you again in the morning. So unless you have any last things you want to say to her, she's going to go ahead and excuse herself and excuse you guys to, to the hold to continue your discussion without, you know, Nine other sets of ears. Okay. That was good. As we enter into the hold, you guys notice that Bright Axe kind of visibly sinks a little. Shoulders hang a little. Tail hangs a little. A flops down against the side, the stairs off into the darkness. I'm gonna try to go over and console my friend. Go rub his belly. Yeah. Hey, little buddy. I'm going to say little to him. Hey, little buddy. It's all right. Time heals all wounds. It's gonna be all right. You just gotta I know it hurts like hell, but you gotta just work your way through it. It's gonna well, be okay. The goal I had when I left the Adamantines was to perform some sort of deed that would make me worth of worth the hand of Alski. And you can still do and that. And that was just when she was the captain's daughter. Right. Now, being an admiral as she is leading the entire fleet seems a larger task but even then i'm not sure what's become of our people things have changed so much since i've been gone well and and i think i think you just take some time to you know maybe you guys have a conversation and you ask her that and, and you can find out what what happened and, and everything but i think you just keep doing the stuff that you do and i think she's going to notice but i mean what you described and what her station is now obviously things have changed very much so it's all right you're you're resilient you resilient means bounce back You'll, you'll, you'll bounce. <laughs> I caught myself there. I, I knew I had to. You're, you're going to bounce back. It's going to be okay. 
and I'm always here. And you oh, know, I'm these sure guys are always here for you to talk to, but I'm always here. And, and, but seriously, my, I know you didn't ask for it, but my advice is just, you do what you do best because you do it really well. So I should hit her with an ax. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Me, when you were pulling along at Finnegan's corpse earlier, um, you did find his fingernail because you knew what you were looking for. So you have an extra fingernail. Um, and you found about 300 gold, but you didn't really get a chance to do a prolonged investigation. So that's really all, all you really came up with was just his purse and his fingernail because you kind of knew what you were looking for. I, that's really the end of our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted to console my little buddy. So, um, gentlemen, if we wanted to continue that conversation you you started, I have some information that might give you some headway. Um, you were talking about Feralt and you know the power, his power, and trying to stop you. You guys need to stay alive. Right. So not succeeding in your you know, jobs that he gives you. I'm sure you have intelligence enough to be able to make it at least look like you succeeded or partially succeed. I mean, honestly, the train, giving him the train engine, it was a necessary thing. Right. Um, but I think. I think I have information that might help us when it comes to that time that we need to take over, overthrow. Okay. I don't know if you guys noticed. Have you seen him recently? Or every every lunar cycle, he has to take a lot of energy. Uh, he has to use up a lot of energy at that time um, to keep his form, to keep himself from. I don't actually know, but I do know. You do. It's to keep the Tarasque. Oh, it's. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's to keep the Tarasque in a slumber. You know the big, huge, you know, lizard thing he's got, right? That's you know going to hopefully stop a Baxis. He has to be able to keep it where it is, keep it quiet, and keep it under wraps. Every lunar cycle, he has to rest, and in that in that time period, he is in a weakened state. So, if there is a chance to kill him, well, sorry guys. I don't know if that's doable, but yeah. Everybody bleeds. I don't believe you do. Anymore. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I do something. <laughs> More like a weepy kind of thing. Who's this? Who's you're a little moist. Um, <laughs> and um, 
Well, shit, there was a second thing I was going to say. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't like this new accent. I can't, I can't, I can't do the accent. I don't want to make it cheesy. So I did want to do a try to do a female. Uh, oh, because the Russian was spot on. I'm really not worried about viewership in, in Russia. <laughs> Me, uh, your fingernail kind of does its thing. Uh, it goes, uh, someone's communicating with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you, you hear, I forget how the spell works, but it basically says, let's take a walk. Sneak out. Ooh, sister. I think. <laughs> or else, if What's you up? see me waving at it. A certain, <laughs> a certain <laughs> cow is kind of seen value in the smaller style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she needs new shoes and she's going to make them out of your skin. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, that took a turn. <laughs> wow. Dark. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to go? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you slip out. Um, and I also don't, I mean, <clears throat> I have a lot of information on Feral. I don't know that, I don't know if it's going to help you guys or not, but do you even know what Feral's doing here? Do the two of you know? Where he came from? No. I mean, he doesn't seem like the sharing type, right? So he would have never probably told you to. He was originally Abaxis's right hand man. He came here as the first so that he could set up connections so that Baxis could take over. But as Farrell grew in power, he probably also grew in greed and has decided that it, you get, that's what you get for playing with. He wants it for himself. I mean, I don't know if that's why his motivation is, but he definitely doesn't want a Baxis to take over. So I think you guys' thinking that you were discussing earlier is absolutely correct. We can't – it's just trading one for the other. So, I, you know, we definitely have to take him down at some point. And from what we've seen from our childhoods, if he's going to be anything like that, and we believe he is, we don't want that – uh, that'd be bad for that to be ruling, ruling over everyone. This is out of character because I'm not there, but it really makes me wonder why he even wanted you guys the sons. Why the hell would he mess around with either one of you guys if he's actually here to take over? So I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> what? That's what I No, I'm just really wondering what he's going to do. He was originally... Originally, Feral came over here in a body, much like Meep, much like Dester, like, like all the people that came from the other world. And he was able to take his essence into a living thing and take it over. He no longer needed the connection to the other world. And it was at that moment that he decided that he could stop the access points and then he could possibly take over here instead. 
And so he's been struggling trying to do that ever since. Now, about you two, well, you weren't here to say that, so. No. Well, if that's the case, then that just confirms that we don't want Feral. Absolutely. But Feralt is a means to an end here. We can't take Feralt out before we stop Abaxis. <laughs> Doritos, twisted line. Yeah, this, <laughs> this break brought to you by apparently the spiciest Doritos on earth. <laughs> but they're not. They're not. Yeah, they're, they're not at all. The spicier one. Yeah. The spicier not just just spicier. Big wussy. No, it's Chris. It probably made him have to pee. So. <laughs> <laughs> he was leaving. I was trying to get his attention. Like, hey, if you're going up there, give me a bottle of water. So just send him back up. Right. It's okay. His character's not even here, so we can keep yeah, talking. Yeah. I was about to break into water as well. So, I totally agree. Uh, what you were saying, Otham, about not handing them victories. When we fight this army, I think... Oh, that's not the time. <laughs> well, no, but I think if we can, I, I hope to try to liberate some of my people. So while we defeat his army, we can help swell our own ranks as well. You're apparently water bitch, man. Let's get him, <laughs> get him a couple of water. I mean, I'll take one, too. So your whole idea for me to go out for a conversation is really good for water. No, thank you. You're the one who left. I feel like certain victories still need to occur, right? Right. right. And that's this army was, is one of those. It, I, I, yes. Because they're working that helps us too. for Vaxxas. Right. right. That, that, that's, we still need to stop we, a Vaxxas. We, yes, that still has to happen. I'd love to see what the issue is of giving him victories or not. It's not. It'll yeah. make us closer if we give him as many victories as he wants. Where we need to strike, we strike. We just have to be careful about making them too powerful. So that that's what I was trying to. Right, and it, I think there's minor victories that he can get that that add to his influence and his power. But when he when we take him out, that transfers to us. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, though, if I know anything about Farrell, and I know a lot, he probably already knows that. Most of the people working for him are against him. Right. I, I mean, and, he's and, probably worked on contingencies for that. So we can't do this flippantly. We definitely have to. We definitely have to do it covertly as much as we can. So. As you guys are having that discussion, me. You take a long walk down a long corridor. You find your sister. There's light. Yeah. She says, "Hey, I have something cool to show." Oh yeah. yeah. Sweet. Is, is it cool? Like we blast that guy's brains out? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Let's check I it know, out. I know what you've been working on. How do you know so much about what's going on with me? I mean, you've been like this since we kids. Yeah. I'm connected, and okay. I try to keep an eye on you. Yeah. Thanks. She takes you back to the back of the ship, um, kind of roughly in the same area where we were for that dinner, except a couple of decks lower. And she has a workshop set up in there um, and has all kinds of guns and things like that that are out being actively worked on. 
you walk in, there are three GIF in there who are also, they're just cleaning standard firearms. And she goes, show me. So I'm going to take out my gun I've been working on. Yeah. And I'll be like, this is my pistol. <laughs> this is my gun. This is my shooting. So I'm going to take out this fun. gun that I've been working on called Deliverance and show her what I've been trying to do. You just slipped that one in there. Get, get them trousers down. <laughs> hey, oh, so I mean, they're not really related in this world. We're not even the same race. <laughs> wow. Things just got real weird even for this table. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened, but we were all participating. Oh, you yeah. just started playing the banjo and it went very, downhill. It's a very, very dark, very dark None movie. of us saw each other, though. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's one of those movies that you, you kind of look back afterwards and say, do I, do I really wish I saw that? No, yeah. I never saw it on purpose. You can't unsee it. So. Yeah, that's right, right, right. Can't unsee it. So I'm going to take out Deliverance and show her and, and the difficulty I've had trying to change it from a, its pistol form to like a rifle form and that vice versa and have it still function appropriately. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna start talking to with her. So you guys begin having this conversation and pretty soon you take a look around you, you realize it's getting a little warm in here. And you take a look around you and you realize these three gift who are roughly the size of bright axe. They've all kind of crowded around and over you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all looking at that. And you've got, I mean, just hippopotamus dick all over your face. No. <laughs> <laughs> And she's going, yeah, yeah, have you tried this? And pretty soon the evening just devolves into, okay. or evolves into a long discussion that you were really close to being there arcane-wise. Mm -hmm. mechanically you were off by a few things and it's not a matter of it's it's not a matter of you couldn't figure it out it's just a matter of you hadn't quite gotten there yet um <laughs> and some of what they had done like they show you instead of shot they show you what they had it's basically you know for all intents and purposes a bullet mm -hmm. it's it's not you know it's not a bullet as you and i would think of them but it's a prepackaged shot with powder with some sort of container on so it. So when I was trying to enhance, I was trying to enchant the bullets. They were saying you enchant the powder and put it in the bullet. Well, they were just saying you just make a cartridge. Okay. But you would have had no frame of reference for what a cartridge is. Right. Right. So they show you that, and then you can you can do you can enchant these and then load them one at a time. Mm -hmm. And you know, and then you can fiddle with them. They show you basically. They they teach you how you were right there, and as far as the configuration goes, you were trying to figure out how does the scope work. And you have one of those kind of eighteen hundred style, like when it was in its rifle mode, really long scopes. It's like the distance of the barrel from the barrel to the to where the eyepiece is. And they're like, dude, why would you do that? You have these goggles on, and they basically <laughs> show you how to use your day vision goggles as the scope. Oh, sweet! And you kind of start as so as you if you're linked to both of them, you have to be. My goggles linked to a smaller scope on the gun. Correct. Okay. Um, but it kind of, as the evening goes on, it's like you're making this huge breakthrough. And right. time begins to mean nothing to you at this point. Whipping out the it's energy just, drinks right to right. That's right. You are, <laughs> that's right. You are on top of the D&D &D monster soda. Sweet. So as this is going on, the rest of you are beginning to, do you want to pull that thing I talked about? Mm -hmm. um, as this is going on, the rest of you are beginning to kind of 
nod off and things like that when you hear this enormous bellow that just screeches there. And it's good kind of midway through the night. And you, you hear this just bellow, bright axe! And then you hear clop, clop, And the door kind of wrenches open. And there's Dobermeal standing there. And he looks at you and says, it's time. And in your native tongue, he, he admits the challenge of your race and calls you forth. Mm. Why do I use that spell slot? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at this point, <clears throat> Dobermeal kind of reaches around and you see he's got a. Uh, he's got a. <laughs> oh, whoa, that kind of challenge. <laughs> he finds a different shaft. <laughs> he reaches, he has a, a bag on that you had not seen on him before. And he kind of pulls it around and unzips it. And you realize it's probably a bag of holding of some type. <laughs> in, in, the, in the room that you're in, it's, it's rather large. It's got some barrels kind of around it. There's mm -hmm. a couple of um, like pallets that, with straw in them that you could sleep on, things like that. And he pulls out, and you see he pulls out a lantern, and he sets it on a barrel. And you look at this lantern, and it's really intricate. It's got this inlay that is of a minotaur. Like you, you know what it is. You know it's mm -hmm. a lantern. And he sets it down, and then he reaches back in there, and he pulls out this sextant, and he puts it on another barrel. And then he, and then he just looks at you and says, "It's time." Okay, ready. Indeed, I am. Don't worry. Just we knew it would come to this. Nothing is given in the Adamantine Islands. And he kind of slaps each of his shoulders. You get to roll initiative. And Chris is actually going to play Doberman. Dun, dun, dun! Finally, dun, dun, dun. I have somebody that actually might be able to challenge you. <laughs> and we've, all, we've all got popcorn and we're just... <laughs> I roll back over. Yeah, tell me who wins. I got a natural one. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> now is your time. All right. So um, you each have just this first round as you're prepping. You can each cast, each cast one buff, and then he's going to go first. Well, you can each cast one spell. I don't care if it's a buff or if it's something else, but you can each cast one non-offensive spell. Gotcha. Uh, do you want a quick map just for to be able to know roughly where you are, or can we do this theater of the mind? We can go theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. Okay. Can Social I prepare distancing. something? Yes, you can prepare and not mind. tip my hat so that I can do it just before acting. Um, what is? Dobermill's a fighter, right? Yeah, you can do that. He's not going to. He'll know you're casting, but he won't know what you're casting. Okay. So okay. What, are you, what are you preparing? I'm preparing darkness. You're preparing darkness. Okay. Darkness. I'm casting armor of Agathus at their okay. level. All right. So you see him frost up. Mm -hmm. And he kind of bellows his war cry. <clears throat> you're first. I start to close, and as I do, darkness fills the room. Okay. I close in to attack. All right. 
What do you cast darkness on? Now, when you cast darkness, yeah, it, a what do you what are you casting it on? Like it's, around, it's just a sixty foot area effect. You have to cast uh, it. You have something though. You had to cast it on something. Yeah, regardless the rooms, regardless the rooms not that big. It so feels a fifteen foot radius. Yeah, it's from a point that I choose fifteen foot radius sphere. So I'm gonna basically drop so it right underneath. Blink, and all you guys just hear this charge of thunder, and then all of a sudden you can't see any of it. Um, all right, and go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna close in and swing. <clears throat> now, can you see in the darkness? Mm -hmm. I can't. He can. <laughs> I oh, you have devil sight. Uh huh. Double sight. Okay, so pair of swings. A twenty-six and a twenty-five to hit. Uh, hits. The uh, see here. That's. Uh, 11 and 17, that's 28 points of damage, Jeez. of axe damage. Okay. That hurts. Cool. <clears throat> so you're going to use your Agathus ability on him? Yep, I got to. Okay. It's one of those things that just kind of happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you take 15 points of cold damage, I think, off the bat. And I think I absorb, wait, it absorbs 15 points, if I'm correct, too, right? No. Let me read it again here. Just a, I just take it. You gain 55. Yeah, yeah. So I gained 15 to total, so I get 15 right back. There we go. And my temporary hit points is gone. All right, cool. Your turn. All right. Um, glad I used that. So I'm in complete darkness, right? Mm -hmm. The rest of you guys hear what is a vicious clang. And then your brightest go, oh, that was cold. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've got a massive amount of spells here. <laughs> and then, uh, that would have been really amusing to be the bright X voice like... Uh, like the uh oh gosh mike tyson <laughs> okay that was really that was really that was really yeah, cool meat right on your shoulder going, you got this champ it's okay champ <laughs> okay um <coughs> i won't say Yeah, I think I'm just going to cast Dispel Magic and Dispel it. Uh, I can't do that first level. I can't do that second level. I'm going Yeah, I guess I'll cast Dispel Magic to get rid of it. The darkness. Is that a dispellable spell, I assume? I'm not sure how those rules work. Uh, any spell third level or lower on the target ends. So if it's not on the target, I it's can't do third, it. Third level. Okay. But it's a general. Yeah. I think it'd be able to do like just a general spell. Like I that, would though, think right? so, yeah. yeah. Roll a so, 20 12. <laughs> we'll do it 10 or above. 
I scream and cast a spell and he basically throws your darkness back in your face. Alright. Fight fair. Fair enough. Okay. Unless you get a bonus or something you're gonna do. Uh, I don't think I have a bonus action I can do here. Let me see here. Okay. Um yeah, I'm gonna prepare one of my spites, uh, but I'll I'll find that out where you go ahead and go. Okay. All so, right, fire away. All right, then I will <clears throat> observe that that has failed, and I will proceed to rage. Uh, okay. And attack. All right. So there's a little rage going on. You see him. You see his brows curl and kind of mucus kind of come out of his nose and his mouth, and he just his eyes go wild and he just starts to lose it at you. All right. Turn on my radio. We all see everything. You can see everything. So the room went dark and you heard a crash and some not screaming so much as roaring. And then the lights came back on and he said, fight fair. Oh, shit. Cast staggering smite. I knew I which one I know which one it was, but I wish I had a brutal critical right now because I just <laughs> rolled two nineteen. Did you really? <laughs> Do it, man. That is twenty nine and twenty nine to hit. And it both both gonna do it. So that's uh, fifteen and twenty. So that's thirty five points of damage. <laughs> So he just falls off. And I need a deck save. Game. A deck save? Yep. Well, the red's been evil to me so far. So He's going to goose you. Eight. Eleven. Yeah, so you're going to get some electric damage, too. I got to check this out real quick. Where's my Where's my thingy there? Um, okay. Do, 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 do. Ah. <coughs> there we go. Um, 14th level right. Dang. 2d6. Dang. Yeah, one more level and I had 3d6. Oh, that's a whopping four points of lightning damage. All right, it's almost 40 points of damage. Wicked. <clears throat> Zap! All right, at that point, after you do that, you can see blood coming out of my ear. <laughs> and you see me just wipe it off my ear and I look back at you and I'm like, huh, that's the type of battle we need. And I grab my flail with both hands raise it up above me it it crackles with a glowing uh, uh yellow energy and i bring it down upon you okay okay so my first attack quit quit stopping 19. no you need to roll the metal the, the, the metal one that that red one it always so that's gonna be a 20 um yeah, hit. hits. So. Hit. and for my second attack you see that's more like a 14. No, wait, sorry, that's a, sorry, a 18. That will hit. Okay, so the first attack had a smite. Uh, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Which I have advantage because of Hero's Feast. That's right. <clears throat> the question is, do the dice like you tonight? Hopefully not. Not too much. That's a 10. Okay, so what's going to happen here is... <coughs> Um, on a failed save, has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks and can't take reactions until the end of the next turn. <coughs> but it does allow me to do a little bit more damage. 
Results plus eight. Yep. Uh, and I'm gonna 